Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life episode 128. When I was in corporate, part of my job, a lot of my job over the course of time, involved developing new things. This could be new products, this could be marketing campaigns. It was really all about kind of start to finish sorts of things. And one of the things that I always love to do that I love to lead these meetings were what I called post-mortem meetings. These were the meetings where we would bring everybody who touched the project in any way together in a room and talked about what happened. We had to talk about what happened from the very beginning, from ideation all the way through to prototyping, testing, launching, and even the exit strategy. What were we doing right when we got out of that product, when we closed that project, when the campaign ended? It was fascinating and it was such an important thing to do because we want to keep doing what's working, right, my friends? We don't want to keep repeating past mistakes. We don't want to keep reliving negative emotions and negative results. So performing these sort of postmortems is really such a healthy thing to do. And I know sometimes it feels weird because we're we're looking for problems. That doesn't always feel good. Let's be real. But we can't get past those problems and we can't continue to evolve if we just keep repeating the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. Somebody said that once. <laughs> now, The three questions that I always asked to frame up these postmortems were what worked, what didn't work, and what we would do differently. And it's easy to kind of associate these three questions with something in the past, something that is done and done, and now you're kind of looking back. But this is actually, these three questions are actually a great recipe for evaluating present success. Are you on track and are you setting the direction for achieving the future possibilities, vision, and dream you have for yourself. So I want to walk through these questions and the three ways that you can use them because this is applicable to you as a high achiever, someone who is looking to make a career pivot, if you are leading a team, and just as a general practice 
to get your head together and ensure that you are doing the things that you've set out to do. Now, this what worked, what didn't work, and what would I do differently question set is something that I also include in my interview prep worksheet. It's at the very end. As soon as the interview's over, sit down and answer those three questions. And again, I like I like this framework because it starts with what worked. We do need to, you need to give yourself credit for what is going well. Celebrate that. What happened that we wouldn't change, that we love the outcome of this piece of it. You loved how you answered that question, why are you leaving your current company? You want to capture that and you want to give yourself credit for it. You want to celebrate it. A, because it's a great thing to do and B, because when you celebrate it, when you relive it, when you have some positive emotions around what worked, it sets up the other two questions to be so much more effective because you will be in a higher state of critical thinking. That way, when you ask the questions, you're not asking them from this place of defeat and judgment uh, on yourself. You're asking from a much more critical, objective place. And that means you can get to the heart of it. You can be more real with yourself. These aren't just self-defeating thoughts that you're writing down about what didn't work. They're actually things that you can fine tune. They are things that you can say goodbye to with zero regret and zero um, sense of lack. The other thing I like about this little question set, what worked, what didn't work, what would I do differently at the end of an interview is it's kind of like an assumption that the next interview is inevitable. Why would you be planning for the next conversation if it wasn't going to happen? So you put yourself in a mindset of momentum, that you're going to get another chance, another conversation is happening. You're setting yourself up for that. You're setting your focus up for that. And when you do, you are far more prepared the next go round and you're just more open to opportunities because that's the way our brain works. And instead of just talking about the past, let's bring it into the present. This is a really cool twist on this because you can actually elevate your present circumstance, not just do better based on what happened in the past, but use it as an in the moment evaluation. Instead of what worked, we're bringing it into present tense, what's working? Second question, what isn't working? Third question, what can I do differently? Anytime you're having this sense of feeling stuck, that you have this 
little urge that there's something more for you out there. Remember last week we talked about getting into your strength zone. If you uncovered some stuff through that episode and you've got these little ideas percolating, then this question of what's working, what isn't working, what can I do differently can be so, so powerful. Because here's the deal. There's always something working. Give yourself credit for it. And then ask these other two questions with a sense of curiosity. Again, not looking for what's wrong, but curiosity. What isn't working? Maybe the workload. Maybe the work-life integration. Maybe it's the little things you have to do every day. Maybe you want to interact with more people and this role has you stuck in a cube somewhere. That's not working because it's self-awareness. And by understanding what isn't working, it will, the contrast of what you don't want helps you create focus and direction towards what you do want. Which brings up, what can I do differently? Is there some way that you can redirect your focus? Can you actually get out there and look for a new job? Can you start to visualize yourself doing something different with a different group of people, leveraging a different set of skills, strengths that utilizes every ounce of experience that you have? Such amazing questions. Now, lastly, I want to even take it a step further. Use these three W's to create a future. What does your future look like? This is a little bit of a mind bender because we want a future focus. We're never going to get it if we don't identify it, if we don't create a visual of it, if we don't imagine what it's going to be like. And when you leverage these three W's for your future, it can help you achieve the things that are already inside you that you envision for yourself. So what's working? We're going to keep that present tense. Identify what's working. The cool thing about this is when you ask it with a sense of the future focus, what's working asks you to agree with what you know to be true about you. At an innate level, you're not lacking anything. You have the same access to creative powers that have been given to every human being on this planet. So what's working isn't about what's working in the current job. It's about what's working in you. Think about that for a second. You as a person on this planet, what's working? You have ideas, you have interests, you have strengths. 
Those are all there and working on your behalf. Now, the little twist on the second question is, who will I have to become? Once you've identified that focus for yourself, once you've started visualizing yourself in the new role, leading a team, whatever it is, you must ask yourself, who will I have to become? Projecting the person who is doing the things you want to do. Changing your life requires that we do things we've never done before. It's a really great quote, I think, by uh, the football player, Jerry Rice, about the way he accomplished what he did is because he was willing to do things other people weren't willing to do. Things we've never done. Acting in a way that you've never acted before. Embodying characteristics and traits that you've never leveraged before. You have it in you. How are you going to leverage that? Accept that it's there and then ask, who will I have to become to extract all that awesomeness out. This isn't about becoming an extrovert if you're an introvert. Let's just get that straight. It's much more subtle than that. It's questions like, will you have to give up your scarcity mindset? Will you become someone who questions negative self-defeating thoughts instead of just accepting them and being on autopilot all the time? Will you be someone who keeps your promises to yourself? Will you be relentless? Will you decide that this is happening no matter what it takes? It's about becoming someone you're already equipped to become but have been avoiding. Now it's time to start becoming that person. Now the third question at the end is super interesting because you're asking yourself, what did I do differently? I love this perspective because this is the perspective of having already achieved it. Be in that place where you've become the person you want to become. You've landed the job you wanted to land. You're speaking in front of the group of people that you want to lead. Asking yourself the question, what did I do differently? By responding to this question, you are asking your future self for wisdom. We always get stuck on the how, right? That's what keeps us from doing a lot of things. Because, oh, but I don't know how. You don't know how until you've done it, right? A little kiddo doesn't know how to walk until they are walking. But you have an inner wisdom. You can ask yourself, what did I do differently? What actions did I take to get here? The actions that you took that were different than the 
repetitive actions that you've been maybe doing your whole life and keeping you where you are and where you don't want to be anymore. Asking your future self for this wisdom is crazy, crazy good. It's an exercise that I love to do every once in a while. It, it's bigger than just visualizing yourself on that stage in front of those people. That's super powerful too. But a vision without decisions and actions just stays in wish land. I don't want you stuck in wish land. I want you doing the things. So use these three, oh, I guess it's actually nine questions. What worked? What didn't work? What would I do differently? What's working? What isn't working? What can I do differently? And then finally, what's working? What will I have to become? And what did I do differently? This covers past, present, and future, my friends. And your healthy self-awareness and you giving yourself permission to leverage everything that's already in you for a bright, bright future is such a great decision to make for yourself. Use these questions to go from decision to action to accomplishing. All right. I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.